As we pan over the scene and observe the village teeming with activity, we see two familiar faces trotting along the streets. But a strange scent kind of catches your attention. I was worried there. I thought there was like, like to be those dream nappers again or whatever we fought. I was wondering when you two were going to show up. And he pulls out his hand and he throws... Ooh, jerky. <gasps> <laughs> something at your faces, so like a white mist or a dust. Both of you roll a will save. This is dog napping. Welcome back to Dream Island. I need you to find my apprentice by the next full moon. Oh my gosh, Snow, I didn't think you'd write the best kind of quest. Is this an <laughs> escort quest? An escort quest? <laughs> I do like my escorts. Wait. Sandy thought that you guys might want to go incognito, but what they do is when you put them on, you can look like a human. Lanterns dot around the village like fireflies, and you hear the chatter of people walking along a snow-trodden path. Hi guys, welcome back to part two, episode two of Odd Doggy. Say hi, everybody. Hey, oh God, when did Crystal get here? (laughs) And we're still all sitting around a table. We're currently out of game out of character, what, and we'll be getting in game, kind of table in character. It? An, an uh, it's an oct- octagonal or, round table. A round oh. octagonal table. Yep. I feel like there's a difference. There, there are curved right? edges on the uh, edges okay. of those of the octagon, so it's kind of rounded. So let's go around the table, uh, introduce ourselves. We'll actually start with the person that is to the left of me inside the digital world. Who is? Who's that? Clark Kent. Take us away, Justin. Hey, it's it's me, Clark Kent. Oh, wait, I'm not doing my voice. Hey, hey it's Clee, Clark Kent. I'm an uh, old shopkeeper playing a, a doggy named Spark. Amazing. <laughs> oh, uh, hi. I'm, wait, wait, am I being, am I Ari or am you, I? You are Ari. Okay, I'm playing... Ari, who is playing uh, uh, Throdo Barkins. Hi, I'm Handel. I, um, I'm playing Uguin and, uh... I, I, I'm Uguin and I'm playing, um, what, what, oh God, Ar- I'm really bad at remembering. Argus. Ar- Argus. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, Don't I'm worry. I'm playing Argus, um, my, my, my very good pup. Mm. Get down. You're not a pup anymore. You're old. Uh, no, I'm Get a pup. Down. Okay. <laughs> He's in denial. Hi, and I'm Quentin, not the GM here. And, uh, I am still playing a character, which we all know and hopefully love from playing Wilson and Wilson's playing his good boy copper. Cause he's adorable and I love him and he's a beagle. All right. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if you don't stop that, 
Sorry, I swear to the heavens. They're not if you don't stop that. God I'm, is dead. I swear to myself. Excuse you. The heavens you. are dead. Whoa, whoa. No one can save you now. Whoa. Nugget your God will kill has you for forsaken that. me. Nugget you. is literally a link to my your heaven. Your God has forsaken okay. you. Uh, guys, guys, can we come down to the table? Uh oh, okay. Okay, can could you she like, swap places with somebody, please? Sure. Uh, Ra, swap places with Wilson. What? That's a good. That's good. I'm I'm still directly next to Handle. It would just be to the other side. <laughs> so she needs to swap places with Clark Kent at the table. Hold on, Clark Kent. Clark Kent, you're gonna have to switch uh, with uh, Ra really quick. It's just uh, a, okay. I get up here and I'll uh, move. And, wait, where do I go? Uh, this is where uh, Clark Kent was sitting. All right. All right, good, good. Yeah, you, no, no, you're fine. Just, yeah, yeah right, right, right that, over that's there. Yeah, you're that's good. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. yeah, good job. Right. Just, just stay and stay. there. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Snow, and I'm playing Snow. And I'm Snow. I'm the GM for this game. Good job, Snow. All right. Are you guys ready? Part part two. Part two. Bark two. Bark two. Bark two. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. So, after sleeping outside. Like a bunch of animals. Like a bunch of animals. Dogs. Locked out of the house in the snow, you find a small shelter in the nearby trees and you wake up. It's the next morning and there is fresh snow all over you guys and in front of you. Oh, well, I mean, I would have made a fire. Okay, you made a fire. There you okay, go. But there's still... Boom. Roast. Okay, some of the snow melts it around the fire. Yeah, there but we there's go. But there's fresh snow after the fire went out oh, during the evening. Okay, that's fair. I don't know why dog... Wait, you made a fire... Hold on. What? You made a fire? Yeah, what do you mean? Okay, nobody in the village saw it. So, what does it matter? A bunch of dogs huddled around a fire? Everyone would be so confused. Why? A okay. person lit the fire and the dogs That's true. You are people. It. Oh. Not when... all of us. I turned back to dog form. You do? Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you, yeah, no, you sleep in dog form. Yeah, obviously. Why would a bunch of humans be like uh, laying on the ground yeah, that's, that's in the weird. middle of the snow? That'd be too suspicious. Yeah. Also, right? yeah. also we blend in. At least I do. He does. Yeah. Oh, do you get natural camouflage bonuses? That's a, that's a good question. How do you blend in? <laughs> he's he's like white fur. He's dark and white. Yeah. I mean, I blend in kind of. Kind of? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Have you I mean, seen what an Alaskan Malibu li- looks like? Listen, if I was a GM, Uguin, I'd give you a plus one stealth bonus. Well, Wilson, you're that's not <laughs> the GM. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Thank you, Wilson. Yeah, I got, so got your back. You got some sense in you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like Wilson. All right. <laughs> All right. So you guys wake up. What do you do? You're outside of the gates. All right, guys. It's time. We got to go find a nice magic man. Let's jump the fence. It's um, too tall. Well, uh, we should can probably we dig uh, underneath it. Or we could turn into humans and walk through the front gate. Oh, right. Is there a gate? We can't Edison, actually so. open the gate. Do you though. even know how to walk through a gate, though, bro? Um, on two legs? Well, you guys, when you're walking, like you, you appear as uh, normal humans. Oh, okay. We don't have to like walk on it. We don't have to. Legs. We don't have to learn how to walk on no, two legs. No, right. you just don't have. Oh, okay. You don't have opposable thumbs. Everything you do, it looks like a human is doing like normally, like with okay. their hands and whatnot. Okay. Let's let's go to the front gate. Oh, uh, Snow, I'm gonna turn into a human. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, you are the uh, dark-haired, scraggly man. Yes, I am human. <laughs> All right, human, human. I'll, I'll I... turn into a human as well. I'm human. Okay. Bark. I am a human that enjoys doing human things. Why would you bark like, as a um, human? <laughs> eating, I, I, sleeping, look, and pooping. We need to go to the I human store not. like a human. It's been a while since I've been human. So um, as you guys are walking through the front gate, you just hear Copper saying, I am a human and I do human things. I go to the human store and buy very human Copper. food. What? Shut I up. I work at the oh, human job. Okay. And you just, uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. 
You're lucky these dice aren't rolling well. Uh, you walk through the gate. The guards are uh, standing on top of the pathway, the walkway on top. What is that called? A guard, a guard tower. tower. Guard tower. Oh my gosh. A tower where the guards are standing on top of? What could it be called? Well, I was trying a to figure out post. what the walkway was because there is like a small mm, yeah. walkway. Yeah. Roll your perceptions. Okay. That's not very good. Oh, well, uh, I got a 10 snow. Okay. 21. <laughs> Finally. I, I got a 20 total. I roll 17. So for those of you who rolled a 15 or higher. Oh, yay. You see the guards up top. They're not really paying too much attention. They're uh, chatting away very lackadaisically. There is a very, very light drift of snow coming down. And as you're walking through, you see that the guards kind of turn. They look at you. They nod. And you guys walk on through. Copper continues to say, I am a human. I am a good. I am Copper. a good human. Yeah, yeah. Stop. What, what, stop saying. But that. it's believable. <laughs> Humans do not say. Okay. Do you walk around as a dog saying, I am a dog some days? Yes, he does. <laughs> okay. Um, I just put a paw over his mouth. So in human form, it looks like you're putting your hand over his mouth. So when you first walk in, Ooh. I do have a map for you. This is this is a lot better than um, Sword Art Online's map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sword Art Online should really like get better maps. Yeah. No, no. Even better. They should just have maps. At all. I, I know. Like, That's like, what I, I've been trying to tell them. There's a map interface, but it like breaks a lot it, of it just the time. It's really all the glitchy. Time. Yeah. The Every shapes time. are really bad, too. Like, they different. don't make like, sense. Like, it redraws itself sometimes. <laughs> it's just no completely idea. different. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I love how the GM is ripping his own drawings. <laughs> so when you first walk in, you see that there is a small market to the right of you. And some shops also on the left mostly selling like food and some clothing, different fabrics and whatnot. Copper is just busy trying to figure out how to human. Oh. And he's not really paying too much attention. He also catches like looking at his tail. So like he's probably like trying to bite at it. So in human form, it kind of looks like he's grabbing, he's like scratching or grabbing his own butt with his hands. (laughs) It itches. Can someone itch it for me? Argus and Throdo, you both notice that as you guys are walking in, behind you, you see paw prints. Oh. Oh. oh in no, the snow. No. Wait, do we leave paw prints? Yeah. 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 That's what, yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I start like swishing my tail behind me to cover it up. <laughs> the, what does it look like? You're just scratching your, you're just sifting your butt on the ground. Guys. What? Guys. <laughs> we're leaving paw prints. Get inside. That's a good uh, idea. Where's the human store? I need a human store to buy human things. <laughs> there are lots. Are you, we need human stores. There are lots of shops nearby where you see a number of people walking around. Uh, um, you see some other animals can, can also going around. Check? You made perception. Find a magic shop. We need to find a magic person. They'd be in a magic shop. That's a great point. Eight. 21. Uh, I roll a 15. 14 for, for magic shop. Okay. So... As you guys, I'm 14 for Magic Shop. (laughs) 14 for Magic. 14 Magic Shop. Okay, so Throdo is, it makes me think of Hodor. Hodor. I want you to know. Hodor. Hodor barking. Throdor. Throdor. (laughs) So Throdo. Throdo is. Tractor. She had a a memory. She had one job. Throw the door. Okay. So. She's behind you guys kind of sweeping with her tail. And to like the human eye, it just kind of looks like there's this weird just air like flow going behind them, Mm. just like catching up the snow. And you guys aren't really leaving clear tracks. Mm. (laughs) I solved the problem. (laughs) 
unfortunately for you, it did just snow and it's fresh snow. So Ooh. what does that mean? It's easier to leave paw prints in fresh snow. Yeah. It's not as packed down. Away. Yeah, you're good. We're, we're good now. Yeah, and, yeah and it's clear in a way. And it down so it's like yeah. but somebody as could you guys, tell if they looked. Yeah, yeah. but as you guys, because it looks like nobody's really traversed through the front gate as recently, but you guys Everyone are like some of the first the new people. So you guys come through that front gate and... As you go in closer, there's more people walking around. So actually, it turns out those paw prints start to blend in with regular people prints in the snow. And also some parts of it are kind of melted away uh, because you do see that there is a blacksmith. Um, and you, as you guys are going around, the types of stores that you see, you see that there is a blacksmith. You see there's a carpenter's store, uh, a glass blower. Uh, there's a general goods store. There's a florist shop, which doubles as an herbalist. Uh, there's a cobbler. A tavern, uh, there's a stable. There's several inns and taverns, actually. Can I get a horse? Uh, a mine. <laughs> the town hall is there. You do see the market, which is all those different shops that aren't really labeled, but you do see, like, there's clothing, there's food. You don't see any magic shops. Are there any alleys to explore? Is uh, there a black market? Is there a black <laughs> market? Are I want you to think about this. Do you think a black market is going to be explicitly stated yeah. somewhere? I'm, I look around for a sign that says <laughs> black market. I sniff around for a, a back alley. Um, there's a lot of small alleys. Um, nothing that's really deep. Most of the buildings are relatively crunched together, but there's not too many of them. Like, there's a lot of housing, but not too many shops. It's a relatively small village uh, that definitely seems to focus more on its livelihood versus the expansion. So they tend to, they seem to focus more on improving their own lifestyles. So none of the houses are dilapidated. Everything looks very uh, nice. It's actually relatively well decorated for Luxuria, uh, which is essentially our Christmas, their Christmas is Luxuria. Uh, where do you guys think we should go? To the glass blowers. Uh, I bet you that's the fruit. Wait, uh, you said there was a herb, a herbalist? Ugh, fine. Glass is already magic as it is, so. What I said is there's a blacksmith, carpenter, general goods store, glass blower, florist, herbalist, lady, church, tavern, cobbler, stable, mine, the town hall, several inns and taverns, actually. Let's go to the general goods store. Are, are we splitting up or are we all just going to the same place? Uh, I think we should stay together. Where do we go first? Um, where's the most likely to have magic? Well, let's go to the glass blower. And as you guys are like kind magic. of like trying to deliberate and figure out where you're going, a man walks up to you. Hello, ladies and lady and gentlemen. Are you interested in one of my wares? And he opens up his coat. How about one of my fancy pockets? Pocket watches. Not sundials. That's like 70 years ago. We've upgraded. I've got a sense of nostalgia for them. We, we, we'll we also have we'll compasses, see. and he opens up the other side of his pocket mm. jacket. Snow, you can't do this to me. I uh, must resist the urge. He Sun, is wearing clothes underneath of his jacket. Down okay. in the location. <laughs> what? I'm nostalgic for sundials. Oh my god. You're weird. So he's got a myriad of compasses on his left side. On the right side, he's got a bunch of different pocket watches. Just in time for the holiday season. We're, we're okay, thanks, though. Oh, come I'll on pass. now. Wouldn't you like I one of them? No, thank you. Roll to intimidate. Oh. I don't okay. have money. <laughs> Can I roll for being poor? <laughs> Every college student ever. Uh, wouldn't that? Would you like to roll a diplomacy? Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. <laughs> Ma'am, you're for you. You're kind of in my um advertising zone. Uh, how about we just 
go our separate ways then. This sounds fine. Bye. Then he kind of closes up his jacket and starts to walk away. Looks a little sad. <laughs> he looks sad. You, you just Wait, scared sir, and intimidated. I'm so sorry. Please don't be sad. Uh, oh, no, don't worry about it, young lady. I'll buy a compass. <laughs> oh, oh, all, all right. Which one would you like? And he opens up oh, his left oh. side of his jacket. And you see that there are a myriad of very nice looking compasses. Uh, There's one that is cop, made. Copper, what do you want? You, Just pick a compass. Do you, you don't have money. Yes, I do. I have 15 what? gold. What? Where did you get money? I have 15 oh, gold. Oh, I'm out of money. How much money do you have? I didn't uh, have any money. Yeah, makes All sense. All my money was gone from last time. Uh, over the yeah, past four years, you gained. I'll give you six gold. Oh my gosh, I've got money. All <laughs> six gold. Woo! I'm a druid. I don't have much. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much does the, the compass cost? Gave it to him. Oh, well, for you, dear lady. Uh, you, know, you drop a gold or two in the forest. And it's one gold, it and he pulls out a very nice... It's expensive compass. Dang. Small compass. Very nice oak compass around. It actually opens up. It has the glass cover over it with the sundial piece on the top, because they do have that mm. on some of them. Mm. Um, and it folds down where you can open it back up. Mm. It's got like a lot of little moving parts, which would make it more worth it. Okay, yeah, I buy it for one gold. Okay. All right, so he says, thank you very much, dear lady, and here you are. Thank you. You reach up to take it with your mouth. Roll a concentration check. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. 19. You maintain your illusion, and you take the watch with your mouth. uh, Not the watch, the compass with your mouth, Mm. but it looks like you're grabbing it with your hand. And he says, thank you again, dear lady, and he uh, takes the coin, he kisses it, and he puts it in his pocket on the right side. I put my compass in my neck pouch. You just kind of have to tilt your chin down and drop it in there, but it looks like you're putting it in the side pouch that you have. (laughs) Okay. All right. So now you have a compass, and you will have advantage on using your survival check to no direction, basically. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, okay. Anything else, guys? Yeah. So he walks away, and he goes back, and he uh, goes up to another group of people, and he flashes open his coat. (laughs) Want to buy a sundial? <laughs> Where are we going? We're, we're going to the glass uh, blower. Okay, we're going to we're the glass blower. Because glass, glass is magic. Is it? You can see through it, uh, but you can't go through it. <laughs> that sounds like witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dog logic. That's great. I might actually cry from laughing. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wanted to go to the market because normally like sketchy people hang out there. We can go there next. Okay. This isn't the glass blower closer? Which I don't one's know. closer? Yeah, where are we? No, we're right outside the market right now. Okay, let's go to the market first. Yeah. All right. So you guys go into the market and you can roll your perceptions if you would like. Snow, so how wide is the area in the market? What? I roll 24. 21. It's probably about, it's not very spacious. So, uh, thir- would it 30? Width wise, I would say it's about this the width of this room. So maybe about 10, 15 10, 10 feet wide. So all the shops would fit within a 30-foot diameter. Basically, yes. I'm gonna cast Detect Magic, which is a level one spell, not a cantrip in this game. Okay, so you're doing that. Is anybody else doing anything while you're here? Copper does not sense anything magical around the shops. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. So as you guys are walking around, you... Well, actually, Spark, you go up to a big man who kind of reminds you of what Argus looks like, but he's a little bit smaller, not as robust. You're kind of puny compared to him, so he's looking down on you. He's kind of like beaming down. I would like you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, boy. For intimidation. Mm-hmm. Mm. I rolled a six. Nice, nice, nice. All right, nice. so you're kind of cowering a little bit as you say it. 
Uh, but go ahead and ask my your question. My tail's between my legs. Yeah, go ahead and ask your question. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, do you know where the nearest uh, human magic store is? Magic store? I don't know what you're talking about. There's there's no magic here? There's no magic here. Okay, I'll, I'll be on my way. Yeah, you better be on your way. I, I scoot away with my tail between my legs. Guys, if we're looking for magic, there's no magic here. We should go elsewhere. Got ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for the spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. While wow. you guys are walking through, you kind of hear like this loud gaggle of women. Gaggle? <laughs> are you sure it's not a group of women giggling? And it is a <laughs> gaggle <laughs> of women? No, yeah. it's a gaggle of women. Very loud. Kind of standing around a clothing store uh, looking at different fabrics. And you hear one of them. Ahem. <laughs> Oh my god, did you hear? Elena's boy came down with a fever. I heard he started having the nightmares several days ago. That's just like the others. Oh my god. The poor boy. Are you okay? Are you okay? This, this is giving a lot of insight into your younger years. Oh my god. Wait, they didn't. They never heard Gladys. They never heard Gladys. Oh my gosh. I'm just giving a lot of insight into how you think. Women are just people in general. (laughs) Well, I heard that Mr. Clemens is not faring very well. Mrs. Clemens has been at his bedside for the past few nights. Oh my God, that poor Uther. I mean, that sweet, sweet Uther. (laughs) He's been taking care of her children all this time so she can be with her husband. Oh, what a sweet young man. And this goes on for a while. These women are just like gossiping back and forth about some of the going on in the village. Hey, who's this Uther? Is it Uther Pendragon? Oh my god, what a big strong man you are. Wait, no, you're the short one. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's the big strong man, and I point, and I point to Argus. Hello. Oh, well, hello there. Aren't you a tall drink of water? Oh Hi, my god, Argus, I'm trying Argus, to be Gladys. Argus, I like ask lean about, over ask to about Uther. Argus, I'm like, uh, do, do you know where we can you? find Uther? Pendragon? I don't know if that's his last name. <laughs> I, I really doubt his name is last name is Pendragon. That's Sounds ridiculous. Stupid. Oh my god, you're looking for Uther? Yeah. Oh, he's over at the church. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Come back and talk anytime you need it. I, I, I'll I see definitely you later, will. sweetheart. All right. She like flirts, like flirtatiously turns her body and shimmies. A I'll little see bit. you around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I turn around and head towards the church. Nice job. Yeah. You turn around, you you flick your tail at her. <laughs> <laughs> so should we go to the church and find this Uther guy? Yeah. Or, well, I'm, I I'm walking towards the church right now. Where's I the suggested church? the f- church in the first place. Spurk we, has we've seen intuition. the church. I assume we know where Wait, it we've is. We've seen the church. Where was it? I I have it listed down. Yeah, I mean, right? I have it listed down too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have it listed the down. Went. You, you forget. There's Just because the GM list. told us doesn't mean we know where it is. Yeah, no, it's like, I think, I would assume it's the big building. Oh, okay, that's possible. Okay, can we make our way to the church, Snow? Sure. Who's leading the party? Me, because I'm heading there. So you all decide that it's time to head to the church. You find yourself outside of a rather customary church. There are some stone inlay patterns along the pavement and part of the outer facade of the building. And at the left-hand side, you notice a short fenced-in area with rectangular mounds, and it's covered in snow, which seem basically to dot along the side of the building in the back, at least the mounds do. You don't see any gravestones or headstones there, but 
As you approach the building, you see one of the wooden doors of the church swings open and with a loud clang against the outer stone, you see a young half-orc with uh, light green skin storm out and I need Argus to roll a reflector or a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, dexterity. Yeah. 17. Ooh. 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 reflexes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. The young orc uh, brushes past you and you manage to avoid bumping into him and he continues to run by and you kind of look back, but as you do, you hear a voice kind of scream out, Uther, wait! He runs out the door and stands at the top of the steps and reaches out his hand as he says that. And then he looks down at all of you. Down? Man, what was that guy's part? Hi, guy. Oh, my, my person. What did steps show up? Uh, Uguin, there are approximately three steps yeah. and a platform. Basically, okay. like the... Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm like a porch. Uh, a porch yeah. to the church. Yeah. A church porch. A stoop, perhaps. A stoop. Oh, wait, wait. That old guy say Uther? Isn't that the guy we're coming here to see? Should we chase him? <laughs> Argus, should we chase him? That's probably a good idea. Uh, <laughs> the priest uh, speaks before you guys turn to leave. Uh, my children, um, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, yeah, we were looking for Uther, but we, we found Uther. him. Yeah, we needed to yeah, talk we, to him. Yeah, where'd he go? He forgot his lunch. <laughs> we could take it to he's him. so angry about <laughs> lunch. <No. laughs> he says... Don't worry, he'll be back for it later. Uh, why don't you come on in? Uh, it's a little blistery he out here. Oh, is church, it? I'm really warm. Though. I have many layers. Like onions or donkeys. Or do- donkeys. <laughs> Weren't you shirtless, Uguin? Wasn't your character shirtless? Dude, I don't know. No, I forget. Uh, no, Snow, he had a wife beater on, remember? Oh, yeah, he had a wife uh, beater. Yeah. I mean, aren't, aren't you cold out of here, lad? Come on into the church. It's cold. It's quite warm inside. He's got a lot of meat on his bones. Has a, he has a lot of bones, doesn't he? A lot more than bones. Ah, uh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you could say it's fur. Bones is not as bony. Kind of an ironic Ooh. name if you think about it. Well, he says, well, well I insist. Come on into the church. Okay. Oh, I, I uh, go yeah, into the church. I, I follow him into his now. Okay. This, yeah. this is suspicious. I'll walk in. This church is yeah. very suspicious. This weird old guy wants us to so come into his home. I trot in. Church, what's the religion? Despite my instincts, I don't chase the guy. Well, this is a church for the holies. The holies? The holies. Uh, I, well, I don't holy. think it's stitches. The holies. <laughs> I feel like some basic patchwork would be able to patch it, so. Wait. <laughs> is this a church of the cheese? Are the walls like cheddar cheese? When you walk into the church, you see that the walls are made of marble. There's a little bit of gold trim along the walls as well. It looks like mostly modest, though. It's only the entrance that really has that marble because the further in that you go, you see that the floor actually turns into older wood and you see that there's a very large statue in the center of the entrance, kind of like blocking your view of the center where you probably guess where the pulpit would be but you do see chairs on either side as you enter and the pastor walks in he says please go on and take a seat i perception the statue i roll a 23 percent per for perception on the statue the statue is made of similar material as the walls in the entrance but it's a little bit darker it has very um, delicate features uh it's a woman basically in her vestments holding a, a cross and on the bottom stone there is an inscription that basically says for the hungry and the weary our doors are always open all right i'm gonna run up to one of the uh, seats jump on it and sit down okay so 
big burly Russian man runs past the priest and he's basically skipping. <laughs> like it looks like he's skipping and you just plop down in a seat, which actually makes the chair, um, the bench actually kind of rock back a little bit. Like it's going to tip, but then it settles back down on the ground. So, uh, why are we here and not uh, where Uther is? Uther went to go take care of some of the children in the village. I thought he went to get lunch. Is he going to eat the children? No, no. He left his lunch. He'll be back momentarily. Yeah, he has to go get his No, no. He left his lunch here. He's going to take care of the children. Anyways, uh, yeah. So when will he be back? He usually takes about an hour or so. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess Kepi's just going to walk over to where, uh, Argus is and just go take a seat then and wait. Let's take a nap. I could go for a nap. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the priest kind of ste- steps back up. He says, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to introduce myself. I am Father Gavin. Hi, Father Gavin. Can we call you Father? Father Gavin is more preferable. Or Gavin? Father Gavin Can is more preferable. You- <laughs> Can we call you Daddy? Uh, I would prefer <laughs> if you did not do that, sir. How about Fathom? Oh, Daddy, who art in heaven. I think we nap for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, good to nap for an hour. Please find your rest. You may rest here for as long as you need to. Doggy pile? Yeah. All right, we all curl up on one bench together then, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we see four strange-looking people. <laughs> kind of like... <laughs> well, I assume Argus would be in the middle, kind of like supporting everybody's uh-huh. bodies. So it's basically the dogs piled on top of one another. But what the people see <laughs> is a very large man kind of like laying back in the on the bench against the back of the seat. And then you have... I feel like it would be Copper with his head on his lap. Yeah. Copper's human form with his head on his lap. And then Spark is on the other lap. Where would Throto go on that pile? Would she go on, on top, top of Argus? Of yeah. Okay. So you just see I this just woman's body it. just like flopped <laughs> across the top of this big man <laughs> on his back shoulders. Truly a sight to behold. Like like a scarf? A like scarf. I'm like, yeah. A human, a human scarf. Father Gavin walks over. He says, uh, my children, there are plenty of other benches that you can lie it's on. It's warm here. He's so warm and squishy. What the hell? <laughs> it's hey, beautiful. Wouldn't your shoulders be like cushiony? Oh, wait, big? why are we sleeping? We just woke up. We're, we're waiting for, uh, for, for that, We've been that walking guy. for a while. So, uh, Father Gavin, tell us about Uther. Well, what do you want me to tell you? Uh, we were sent here. By a very knowledgeable man who is getting very old and is looking for young people to share his knowledge with. Not a pedophile. <laughs> I saw Ellie laughing and I knew that's exactly what she was thinking. But you said it was... <laughs> Not a pedophile. So wait, uh, wait, wait what, what were the requirements again? Uh, they have to be uh, earnest and brave. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop you there. Unfortunately, I cannot... Um, Disclose that kind of information. You can't tell us of a brave person? What? You can't tell us about... I'm asking for their address He kind of looks type. back and forth, kind of awkward as you guys are all still sitting in this oh, dog oh, pile. Should we, should we sit up when we address him? He might be more forthcoming. No, I, I, I think we're fine. Oh, okay. I'll keep I, I tilt my head up. Unfortunately, I cannot disclose the information about the clergy so easily. Just asking if they're brave. Oh, or earnest. Is that really what you're asking? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, I cannot disclose that information right now. Well, when can you? Like in an hour? Like and tomorrow night is like a certain time of day. As you guys are sitting there, you hear the front doors of the church open up and you hear uh, a man scream, Father Gavin, we have another one, sir. Father Gavin turns. He says, oh, I'll be right back. Hold on. And he runs back up to the front. 
I oh. poke my head up. I poke my head up, and I only my head appears from over the pew as I turn around. I flop <laughs> off of the bench. Okay, so you <laughs> flop off the bench from and the follow. like from the back, <laughs> the back sure. of the bench, I like I'd kind of like fish flop over one side. That sounds like way more work than just rolling off the back and falling onto the floor. Okay, so you fish flop off the How does bench. a dog do that? Wait, what? Oh my god. Throw it a stop. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> These unholy undulations. Copper, as you poke your head over the bench, you see one of the uh, one of the men who came in. He is carrying a like it looks like he's trying to carry a body and Father Gavin is coming in behind, but the man looks straight at your group. And looks a little puzzled and also disturbed. And they start to, instead of going like straight down the center path, down the center aisle, they go all the way to the right side and start walking. Hey, hey, what you got there? (laughs) You see that there is a body there. Um, Somebody's carrying it. Do you need help with that? Oh, not another one. Another what? He has the sickness. Don't pay attention to him. Are those the words you really want to use right now? (laughs) He, He has the development... Problem. He has the development problem. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the heck you're trying to say right now. She's trying to say I suffer from retardation. <laughs> but she referred to it as the sickness and realized it may have been mistaken for yeah. the nightmare fever and regrets her decisions right now. <laughs> he's a bit touched. Oh, he's been touched, all right. <laughs> I've been, I was touched as a <laughs> child. Father Dan comes over. He comes over to you, Copper. Sure. And he says, have you been ill, sir? Come with me. Come with me right away. Oh, oh okay, sure. <laughs> I, I get up and I follow him. I'll follow Copper. I follow yeah. Arg- Argus. Ar- that, Argus. That's Argus. the name, yeah. There oh. you go. I, I also follow. <laughs> so these men are lugging this larger man's body to the back room. You can see that he looks really sick. He's not even awake. You can see that underneath of his eyes, he's got black circles. You actually see a little bit of speck of blood coming from his mouth. But as you guys are walking, you walk to the right of the room and down the far rightmost aisle to a back room, which kind of looks like a storage area. But as you turn into that room, you see that there is another door and that there is a room that is attached to it. And as you enter in that room, everyone can make perception checks. 22. 10. 22. <laughs> Scary go again. Uh, 10. Okay. So as Father Gavin leads this other group and you, Copper, into the room, you see that the room is filled with several beds lined up on the wall. Most of them look like they're filled. In the bed that is closest to the door, there's an older gentleman with the peppered dark hair and his and that beard. Um, he appears to be asleep and you see that there's a woman seated beside him and she's resting her head on the bed. In the bed next to him, you see a young boy who has reddish brown hair uh, and he's sitting upright and he's being spoon-fed by a young woman with long golden tresses. And you realize very quickly that all of these people are very sick. The men take this other body or this other person to one of the empty beds and Father Gavin leads him over and pulls back the covers. Quickly, put him in the bed. Iris, come over now. The woman with the long golden tresses puts down the bowl and she comes over. We have another one, Iris. She looks very concerned as she leans over and she feels his forehead and Father Gavin comes over to you and he says, My lad, if you're not feeling well, please go ahead and take a seat. Oh, no, I'm fine. She's delusional. He looks back Wait, and forth. Does she have the sickness? She could. They're both a bit touched in the head. What? What? <laughs> it's not me. I swear it's both of them. They're both crazy. I'm not the crazy one. 
He's acting a bit weird. Yeah, I know. This is about part for the course, though. Uh, R.A. Yeah. Have uh, Throto roll a it's deception a check. But it's not. I'm not crazy. But you said both of us are crazy. Are. No, we're fine. 20. I don't, oh, I don't feel crazy. Oh, it's a natural crazy. 20. That's good to know. Okay. Father Gavin looks at you, too. My my children. Then he comes over and he puts his hand on the on the small of Copper's back, of his human back, and walks over to Argust and puts his hand. He like guides you both by putting his hands on your backs and guides you over to the beds. He says, "Why don't you come back here and rest for a little while?" Because uh, I'm not tired. Uh, I, we we just woke up. Yeah, we kind of like just a few hours ago. Yeah, they're simple Tims. You have to speak with. Small words. We really just want to talk to Uther. We had a really good rest in the woods. Well, if you wait back here, I'll have <laughs> Uther come right on back and talk with you both. Now, why don't you two sit on down? Go on, you two. Go on, sit oh, down. Oh, okay, I think we should sit. <laughs> We're being told to sit. Okay. Okay. I sit I sit oh, where boy. I'm standing. I, I sit where I'm standing good as well. Boys. Father Gavin looks over at the <laughs> other men. On, do you sit on the floor? <laughs> yeah, we sit on the floor. <laughs> right where we are standing. And then he looks over at the woman and then back over at Throdo. Aye, the sickness is very heavy upon them. We're not sick. I don't feel sick. I feel fine. I feel fine too. That's what everyone says, and then it hits them. Oh no, you think it's gonna hit us? Don't hit me. No, I don't want to be hit. I mean, I'm not very fragile, but like, it's kind of mean. Yeah, it is really rude. Their minds are like glass. Spark, what did you roll for your perception? I rolled a 10. Okay, so, so then Copper and Argus, as you guys are kind of sitting on the floor and looking around the room, you see that there are a number of vases, or vases, vases, vasuses, vasuses, vasai. It's the new one. Uh, there are a number of vases sitting around the room at each of the windowsills. You see, there's probably about three windows. So, Father Gavin gestures and says, "Well, sirs, you can sit on the beds. You don't have to sit on the floors." I've never sit, sit, sat on a bed before. That's pretty exciting. Oh my gosh. I used to sit on the couch all the time. <laughs> I jump up on the bed. <laughs> Me too. We, we've been on the road for a while, so it seems like we've never sat on a bed before. Nope. In a while. We've had some long travels. Oh, you poor souls. And Father <laughs> Gavin walks over and pats each of you on the head, and he utters a prayer. Uh, but he says, Iris, come on over. After you've done attending to that one, that is... And it takes her a few minutes, but she does come over. And as she gets closer to you all, you can see that she has very fair skin with piercing green irises and freckles that dot just underneath of them. And she approaches Argus first. Uh, Iris kind of states, where is Uther when we need him? We're getting lunch. He's getting lunch. No, for getting lunch. Yes. We're also waiting for Uther. Yeah. We're waiting for him to come back and get his lunch. She... Wait, he went to go get his lunch, and no, he's going to come back he, after. He has to come back for his no, lunch. No, no, he went to go look after children, but he forgot his lunch, so he'll be back. Uh, his okay. lunch left, uh, and he's looking for it. Oh, right. that's right. But I need his help back here. Anyway, um, she comes over to each of you, and she kind of, like, gives you a look over. Uh, she puts her hand on your chest, Argus. You can roll a concentration check if you would like. It's not an option. I don't know why I'm saying if you would like. It is an option. We could refer back to dog form. You could. <laughs> 19. I should have had you do this when the priest touched you too, but I just yeah, kind of, you know, I, I was, shh, don't worry about it. 18. Okay. You both are able to maintain your human forms as she kind of gives you a once over and she's like uh, feeling around. Mm. Um, she checks your pulse. She checks your temperature by like touching your forehead against hers. And she's like, you both feel a bit warm. 
Perhaps you should lay down. No, that's just, we're naturally warm. Yeah, used to being outside, so our body uh, increases its external temperature to combat the cold outdoors. We like to cuddle too, so it helps with that. It's true. We were just cuddling, so we might be a little bit warm because of each other. Yeah. They're pretty hairy. How does she take that? (laughs) (laughs) They're simpletons, remember? She does it too. She cuddles. Yeah. Not like that. She was a scarf. She was just laying on top of me. She was. She was all over him. Is that appropriate for a church? Hey, the father didn't say no. Father Gavin. I don't think the father saw. Father Gavin just sighs very heavily and says, Well, Iris, I'll leave them to you. I have evening mass, so have fun. And he just kind of leaves, walks back out that door, and the two other men are, uh, follow after him. Are we allowed to stay in this room while, or or are, are we? do we have to leave with him? Are we going to get sick? I mean, if you would like to stay, that is perfectly fine. So what is everyone else sick with? She looks a little solemn as she responds. It appears to be the nightmare fever. Are they going to get better? She pauses and looks back and forth between each of the individuals. And she looks at you and smiles very like a like a half like solemn smile. We pray that they do. So they that's don't. good, but is like there anything we can do to help her? Yeah, like wait, medicine. I don't know. Let's not get distracted from this. That's true. So you seem like a very nice person. Are you earnest and have a thirst for knowledge? Slightly magical. Studious. What? Oh, oh, we were sent here by a really old wise guy with a lot of knowledge who is looking for young people to spread his wealth with. A a wise guy, eh? (laughs) He knows a lot. He's really (laughs) smart. And old. And he's looking for a a pupil so that he can learn it. young. Yeah. And magical, and you yeah. look like the other characteristics. Um, I'm sorry, I did not catch half of what you just said. <laughs> what? Oh, Are you a there's... good person? Oh, she's healing people, so I'd assume so. It doesn't make her a good person. It just makes her a healer. Normally, healers are nice. She yeah, seems healers nice. are nice people. Can I insight us? Uh, no, can I insight check to see if she's nice? We look into her soul. You said dogs have innate good insight on whether people yeah. are good or not. Yeah. Yeah. What's your role? 19 total. From her actions and from how she's been acting towards you, you feel like she is a good person. See, see she's a good person. My gut instinct tells me. Always your trust gut your gut. Is wise. She just looks back and forth between you four. So, again, we have a benefactor who is a very uh, old, wise man who wishes to spread and share his knowledge with uh, a new pupil before he passes away so that the knowledge may be passed on to the next generation. A benefactor? Didn't he kidnap us? Well, this besides the point. <laughs> uh, she looks very concerned <laughs> with that. We, we were willingly abducted. I didn't, even, I didn't even get to say goodbye to my master. Is he alive? I mean, I guess technically Bones kidnapped us. I, yeah. I didn't say goodbye either. Um, may I ask what happened to you all? Oh, no, no, don't worry about us. We only have two weeks, so we have to find someone. Well, we die. who is this master of yours? Oh, oh, he's a very he's nice druid who taught, uh, who raised me in the woods. He likes sand. Oh, no, no, no. We, we were talking. No, 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 no. No, Spark, oh, we're talking. I'm very like... confused. Wait, there's a different master that you're coming from. So, so there's our masters. We yeah. all have our own who raised right. us. And then, then there's the benefactor. Like apprenticeships with people of a higher skill. And we were studying well, I mean, under them. So we call them master. Roll a deception check. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, I, he's a druid and I'm a druid. Like, so they're a completely shit. different race. Yeah. 24. But we're not racist here. We're, we're not, but like, I don't know. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> so yeah, we all have our own masters who raised us, I assume. And then there's the benefactor. We have a sec- who, secondary master. He's not really our master. Not our master. He's no. our benefactor. We'll, we'll say our benefactor. He's not our master, but he is oh. a master. He, of he's, someone, probably. He, he is the very old wise guy who has a lot of knowledge and wishes to pass it down to the next generation so that the knowledge is, and responsibility is shared right. and passed um, on. Do you have magical ability at all? That was one of the prerequisites. Um, well, I mean, yes. Would you like to be more powerful and knowledgeable and useful? There's a lot of books. Who Lots is books. this benefactor? He could I've... probably teach you to heal people better so they don't like die. He's the sand guy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we were never really given a name. The sand guy? Sure. Sandy. Yeah, or you could just call him like, yeah, the Sandman. Sand His name is... No, no, no. He's just named Sandy. He likes beaches. I think it was more of a desert, but that's besides the point. But it's an island. Oh, well, the island was very nice. Yeah. Kind of like a resort. He has a tower. Very it's really green. strange. A strange tower. Not enough trees. There were a decent number of trees. Not enough. And He has how... a really relaxing bath. Did you get from that island to here? Uh, bone, bone sent us. Bone sent us here. Bones, yeah, yeah. Bones, yeah, we bones. very good with doors. Yeah, yeah, very, very like good. Well, no, no, he's actually like, really no, he's bad, bad with he's doors. Bad with doors. Very bad with doors. But better than us. It works. Not by much. He's okay. I'm sure you'll be better. I see. But um, but the Sandman, I guess, taught him magic, and he's really bad with magic. So that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm sure if you have innate magic and At you all. wanted to learn. Uh, he could teach you a lot. Lots. You could save people. All the people here that are dying, you could save, maybe. Well, it's you probably could, too late or, or the whole world. <laughs> oh, and the whole world. Look, it's your calling. <laughs> Very interesting. I'll have to... Um, and as she says that, uh, the woman who is laying on the bed next to the older gentleman uh, sits up and she says, You should do it, Iris. You would do wonderful. As she looks at you, I will have to consider it. How long do I have? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Well, one uh, week. A week and a half. Yeah, one like week. some. I I don't know how time works. Uh, well, which one is it? Is it two weeks or is it one week? You have two weeks till the end of the world and one week to make a decision. I don't think that's how that worked. If she doesn't say yes, then we have to go find someone else. Uh, we cannot give true. her all the time. Well, well yeah. we can look for someone else while she thinks it over. Sure. But and then just bring them multiple people, is. and then he could turn a bunch away. And right, say but no. what if someone says yes before her? Then what do we do? She doesn't really have a choice. Then she's oh, like, no, go. no, no, no. No worries about that. Of, of course, I'll do it. I just, I need time, obviously. Oh, oh a, a week. A week. Yeah. Is but, a week enough time? Because we have to kind of get you back. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We do have to go back. It's a bit of a journey. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. When's the end of the world? There. What end of the world have you heard about? The witches in the different areas with the seals and stuff trying to, right? Yeah, but I mean, they're I not like an immediate danger. It's not like an immediate thing. It's more so that the Sandman is dying, so he needs time and he's running out of it and he needs time to train his apprentice. I, like sucked it. Oh. Oh, I, I thought we were gonna, <laughs> no, he's oh. not going to drain the life force out of a new person. He's going to teach them, and he just needs time to do that. So he Jesus. wants it done quickly. What's wrong with you? That's a, yeah, that's the that's he's actually the real villain. He's gonna suck the life out of magic people. Can't he just like control time? He's and, like, not a time wizard. He's a sleep man. 
No, he's awake, man. How do you know? <laughs> Idiot. He could be sleeping. He rests a lot. We could all be in his dream right now. Anyway, she smiles and she says, Yes, I- I'll do it, but I will need the week at least to get things ready. Uh, yeah, also, um... You could probably come back, uh, maybe. Probably not. Hey, no? You can visit? Uh, maybe on, like, weekends? Every every other holiday? You can visit. Um, anyway, I need to take care of my... The third Friday of every month. My patients here, and... Well, I clearly need to take care of you two. You both are burning up. No, no, no we're, we're, we're fine. Yeah. We're good. We were just cuddling. The yeah. temperature runs high. <laughs> <laughs> the cuddling is kidding me. Feel her forehead. I'm sure it's hot. She goes over and she feels... I, 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 pull forehead. Back. I pull back. I pull back. Okay, pull you, away. you pull away. See, I'm fine. she's nervous because she I knows we're right. I don't like touching people because they have fleas. Then why were you laying on fleas? Why are you so weird? She's the crazy one. See, we're not crazy. She is. I'm, I'm a germaphobe. What are germs? Uh, all of you can roll your perceptions. Oh no. 11. 10. I feel like this is going well, except for the fact that I'm pretty sure she's thoroughly convinced that we're all insane. Um, and I'm surprised she just decided to sign her life away to all of these buffoons. I rolled a 12. Copper, you see her eyes kind of grow wide and they kind of go back down really quickly. Like she's trying to hide something in, in a way, kind of like shock, I guess. Hmm. But you hear the uh, church door kind of echo back into the room and you hear a little bit of chattering and then... The young orc comes to the back room, and it's at this moment that you get a better look at him. He has hazel eyes, and his hair is cut short on the sides, a little bit longer up top, but is kept very messy. You can see that he has the beginnings of a square jawline where the baby fat has begun to fade away, and his adult features are starting to push through. You see a sort of confidence in his eyes that borders along the lines of playful and cocky, and the moment you make eye contact, he smirks a little until Iris clears her throat, and he quickly looks away. Sorry, Iris, I had to... And he pauses, and he looks at our guest, and he says, uh, Sorry about earlier. That's fine. I'm pretty big. He looks you up and down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I guess you are. Oh, uh, do, what did you need help with, Iris? Oh, um, at this point, uh, pretty much nothing, Uther. I have been able to cover this. Uh, I, I guess I'll just go and get lunch ready. And she walks out of the room. Hey, hey guys. And since we already have uh, Iris agreeing to go with us, do we need to really look for anyone else? No. Just, just we, in case? I think we just sit here. For two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what if she decides not to go? What if she gets, like, cold feet? Because she's we'll walking in the snow. Then we'll warm by the fire. Uh, we'll take her anyways. Yeah. Uh, do, do, I don't think, people, uh, right? I'm pretty sure they have to be voluntary. Do they? Yeah. She volunteered before. Yeah. Sure. I think she's just ner- She would be nervous. Um, right. Uther storms over and he grabs you by the collar of your clothes, or at least tries to sure. grab your collar. And he picks you up. And he says, "Where are you taking her?" Uh, well, we offered. Uh, she- roll a concentration check. Sure. <clears throat> Nineteen. Okay. And you can see, like, he's glaring at you. Uh, do we really even know what it's called? I mean, I I walk over land. and I'm like, "Calm down, buddy boy." Uh oh, well, she agreed to come with us because we offered her the opportunity. It's an. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Do you happen to have magic? Who wants to know? And what do you want with Iris? Oh, well. She's going to save the world. Her earnestness, her braveness, her her magicness, her kindness. So so we were were sent by our benefactor, who is a very old but wise and knowledgeable man, 
who is looking to pass down all of his knowledge and learning and magic abilities to a new pupil. And we were sent out to find candidates who would be willing to do so. Can we bring back more than one and have him choose? That's what I was thinking. So, uh, uh, I that mean... feels kind of rude. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe, <laughs> but I mean, I guess it would be like tryouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, well... Mm. And we, we explained it to Iris and she seemed kind of eager. Maybe we should clarify that with Iris. We, we... You can kind of see like this flare of um, anger in his eyes. He says, you will not take her. And he pushes you back. But, but she wanted to go. I don't really her. think you're the She's boss of her. With us. I like, yeah, I you feel like if she wants to willingly go, I feel like her. Would you like to come with? Uh, sir, are you are you the in charge of her? Are you are her you, master? Are you Iris's owner? <laughs> he he gets really upset with that question, and he walks over and he swings to hit you. <laughs> no, this guy's not very nice. No. I was lied to. Roll a concentration check at disadvantage. At disadvantage. At disadvantage. Disadvantage. And what is your AC again? Uh, 17. Guard dog? No, that, that, that's only if you want to attack him. I got a um, nat 20 and then a 60. A 60? A 16. Ooh. A <laughs> 60. Ooh, wow. I was really angry. Okay. You get hit in the face and you take three damage. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come down there. Don't make me bite you. We'll do it. Okay, I immediately put myself between the two of them. You're playing with fire, bud. Okay, so you need to roll a strength check to see if you can actually push him away to get in between them. Because he's Did holding... Did he, like, launch himself on top of them? I thought he just punched him. Doesn't mean he's not, like, in his face, like... I can't just, Square like... it up. You'd have to roll <laughs> strength. Way through. <laughs> you need to roll strength to do that. I mean, listen, if you were... Four. Okay. <laughs> My instincts indicate that I have to start barking. <laughs> Roll, please, okay. God, roll a will save for that. Please roll a wisdom, wisdom saving, saving throw. throw. However, um, unless you really want to, you know what? If that's what you feel like you need to do, then you can do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna save against it. I'm just, I'm just straight. I'm just barking now. Okay. I was a street urchin dog. Okay. So, uh, what happens first for Throto is he looks at you, and you can actually you you see that he is rather uh, handsome features, by the way. Mm. But he looks at you and says, stay out of this woman. And he pushes you back. Whoa, that's a little sexist, Whoa, wait, don't ooh. you think? And <laughs> then as Spark starts to bark, he looks at you. At Spark? And he lets go of Argus and he drops his hands and he looks just straight on looking at you. <laughs> and then he looks very like shocked and look, looks a little peaked and turns out of the room and walks away. Well, I'm glad we didn't choose him. He seems like a real meanie. I don't know what I said. I like, don't know. He, just, he seemed, he seemed kind of sexist, like he can own women and tell them what I to mean, do. I mean, I was about to rip his throat out with my teeth. Am I not allowed to ask who he owns? No, I guess not, apparently, these days. <laughs> Stupid owners these days. God. So, a little bit of time passes by. Father Gavin comes to get you all. He kind of looks at you and he's like, he, he asks you why Uther looked really upset when he came out of the room. Uh, he's a jerk. I asked him if he owned Iris, and he just punched me. And Father Gavin just kind of shakes his head. Oh, dear. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, we offered Iris an opportunity to study abroad. Well, come, come, come. You can tell us all about that. Okay, We're sure. going to go eat now. Okay, I like food. Wait, with Uther? Yeah. Is he going to punch me again? Because I swear to God, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll bite him. I start <laughs> growling. He says, I am so sorry that he did that to you. I'll, I'll have a talk with the boy. Okay. All right, we're good. So food? 
So you guys are led out of this back room back into the main sanctuary and you pass through there and go into a back room on the left hand corner. When you come into the building, there's a room right on the Mm -hmm. left Mm -hmm. and you go back and you see like it's a small kitchenette and that there's a small table. And he says, all right, please have a seat. We're going to eat our meal for the day. And then uh, have you guys found anywhere to stay? Uh, Outside. Yeah, Yeah, we we sleep in the woods usually. That's where I've been sleeping for years. I kind of like trees. Well, I'm not sure what to do about the tree part, but if you need somewhere to stay, you can definitely stay in one of our, uh, one of the spare rooms that we have in the clergy house. Wait, are there beds in there? Well, yes, there there are beds. I've never slept on a bed before. And he he just looks so sad when you say that. (laughs) He says, oh, (laughs) my poor boys. (laughs) I was never allowed up on wood. My, my poor children. <laughs> we usually just sleep on the floor. Well, this night you'll have a bed and you'll have a fire. A and you'll fire? Have, and you'll have warm, warm food in your bellies. Thank you so much. <laughs> you may stay here as long as you please. <laughs> so food? So you guys sit down and you have a nice meal that fills your bellies and you're sitting uh, at the table with Iris, Uther, and Father Gavin. Uh, they have to pull up a few extra chairs and you're all kind of squished in, especially next to Big Argus, because Argus' body's like taking up a lot of space. You can all, if you'd like, you can roll your perceptions or you can just take your passive if you'd like. Uh, 18. 16. 16. I rolled a nine. <laughs> Spark is just lopping up his food, um, but it looks kind of like he just picked up the bowl and is actually sipping it, but you see that there's like food, like the specks of the soup and broth are kind of like flying everywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. How is he doing that? Uh, but you see all three of you, Throto, Argus, and Copper, you see that Uther's kind of like eyeing Spark <laughs> in like a uncomfortably menacing way, but also in a little bit of like a, dis- uh, or his face looks a little disturbed as he looks at him. But then he goes back and he starts eating his food. And you can see him out of the corner of your eyes. You kind of see him kind of like turning his head. And he's always like keeping his eyes on Iris. I would hope so. I mean, maybe he's just trying to be a good owner and protector, you know. I mean, it's kind of hard not to keep your eye on Iris. As she goes over and... um, <laughs> As she goes over and... Oh, God, wait, I just got the that. Iris, <laughs> the iris... One might say the iris is at the center slept. of his eye. I just got that. Okay, anyway, so... She comes over at one point and she ladles out another bit of the stew, which you guys are having beef stew. Ooh, Yay. I haven't had beef in a while. I hope mm. there are any peas. They give me gas. There are peas in this one. <laughs> Brace <laughs> yourself. Can you turn into a cow? Yeah, I could. You see that she comes over and she ladles out to everybody a little bit more stew. And you kind of see that on Uther's face, there's a little bit of like a, a blush as she brushes past him. And he kind of like looks away, a little embarrassed. Hey, hey. Did Sandy say we couldn't bring two people? We can bring two people. Because uh, you could try and train them both. Yeah, whichever one's well, better. Well, two's gets better to than stay. one, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, two's always better than one. Okay. Uh, so Uther, about our conversation we were having earlier, we wanted to give you the same uh, opportunity or option that we gave Iris, which I guess you didn't really get to hear through to the whole extent. Because you punched our friend in the face. Wait, yeah, wait. No, is he viable for that? Why would you do that, Uther? At Oh, he was being really protective of you, and then he said you couldn't do things. You, you just see his eyes flare up, and he like turns like this. 
his green skin, he kind of looks like a little bit of like a watermelon because the cheeks are getting really, <laughs> really like pink and red. And he's like, <clears throat> Dude, it's getting really protective and telling you us that you couldn't really do things. Control your master. Does, does it's he, getting a bit out of hand. Yeah, does oh. he own you? Yeah, he was acting like you could. He, like, yeah, I he asked said that he was question. going to. He said that we couldn't take you. Like, what? Does <laughs> like, he have if you that wanted power? to leave, he wouldn't let you, kind of thing. Yeah, you should have a talk. You just see her kind of flush a little pink. Um, <laughs> perhaps this is not something we should be discussing at the table. Should we stand up? Do, do, do you want to get on the floor? Like, <laughs> is there a better room for this? Um, <laughs> I like fires. I would not like to talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe another time, perhaps. And she looks at you like desperately being like, please stop. Please stop what you're doing. Oh, guys, I just remembered. I'm suddenly cold. But we're inside. Also. Oh, I mean, there is a bit of a draft. Hold on. And he gets up and he goes over to the window and he like pulls on it to make sure it's tight. Well, maybe I could uh, shove this rag under here. And he like puts it across the bottom of the windowsill. And you do feel like it's a little bit warmer afterwards. I love this priest. So anyways, yeah, uh, there's a, like I was saying, there's a really uh, old wise man with a lot of books and knowledge and um, magic. We and, take the priest. And so he was, he was looking for but someone. Sir, I'm sorry. I'm not even, I, I don't even know your name. And also, as I said, maybe we shouldn't talk about this here right now. Oh, it wasn't referring to you. It was referring to Uther. Yeah, we weren't talking to you. Well, because we, we want to give everyone the opportunity and the option. Uther stands up and he says, do not talk to her like that. And he like says, what? come on, Iris. And he grabs her by the hand. And he, he takes her and they leave the room. All right. I start rubbing my hands together and I say, <laughs> all paws. according to plan. <laughs> so priest, what's going on with them? Why are they so touchy when I was just trying to tell them about a great opportunity? Well, Iris and Uther are very close. They both came to be here at Closer now. the church about four years ago. So they kind of had some time to grow up together. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I guess I'll ask you, um, since we never really ran it by you and it seems like they kind of like work here or something. Um, so we were sent by our benefactor, which I'll say for the fifth time, is a really old and wise man with a lot of books. <laughs> and he's looking to pass down his knowledge to an apprentice. Okay, Wilson, Wilson, I got it. Oh, I got okay. it. Okay, well, I was just making sure that it was clear. I didn't know if you wanted me to actually say oh, this. Oh, no, no, every Wilson, time. I've got it. Should I, I just it. say in the future, I give the speech? You give the speech. Okay, I, like I give it. Okay. the speech. Okay. Yeah. Um, Father Gavin <laughs> looks at you and he says, that, that is not my decision to make for them. Well, yeah, but like, would you try and stop them if they wanted to? It is not my decision. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Just, just wanted to run it by you. Did you think like either of them would be particularly interested? He looks at you all and he says, well, It'd be sad to see them both go. It'd be sad to see either of them go, really. They both have a lot of potential, but I know that Uther works really hard on his studies. He has a lot of potential, but a lot of times he squanders it and usually goes off. I mean, he is coming into his own. I mean, he is a half-orc after all. Uh, what does that mean? Well, he's going into his adulthood. Right now? Oh, no, That what it means is that an orc and a human adopted a child and it was half of each of them um no Wait, that, that's not exactly adopted what that means like a dog? yeah oh. oh dear lord <laughs> <laughs> oh holy one. <laughs> oh god oh are you saying that he's going through puberty or are you saying that he's still growing because he's not well yet he's fully adult. grown he's fully grown he's just not all there men like fully mentally he's still growing there oh, by the way uh 
No, can I make a uh, insight check on what the priest said? What do you want an insight for? Uh, well, I was just curious if I, because you said four years ago that he's a half orc. No. Like an insight check. That's okay. not how an insight check works. Then an insight check it works to see if somebody's telling the truth. That, that that's not well, what that would be like a wisdom check, sense? but not an insight Ooh. check. Insight is like sense motive, right? Yeah, insight yeah. is sense motive, Quentin. Anyway, so like I was saying earlier, uh, Father Gavin gets up and he says, "Well, I have a few things I need to do before evening mass. You may all join if you like. However, let me show you to your rooms." So he leads you over to the clergy house and he brings you in and you see that there are three doors on either side of this small building, which is just outside of the chapel. He says, well, I see that there's uh, more of you than there are rooms right now. So somebody might have to share a room, but I'm here in the middle and on the end, Uther is, and on the other side over there, there's, yes. Is there a fireplace at the end of this hall? There is a fireplace at the end of the hall. And, is it um, lit? Actually, Iris's room is right next to it. No, it's not lit right now. Um, Nobody's in here. Can we light it? You want to light it? I mean, are you planning on going to sleep tonight <laughs> right now? We sleep whenever we can. Yeah, we don't get a lot oh, of Oh, if you're sleep. tired, please. And he opens up the door to your room, which is in the middle of the hall or in the middle on the right side. And you see that there's a bed, a small chest, and a little carpet. So he opens up each of the rooms and he shows them to you. And all the rooms are pretty much similar. But he gestures to you guys and he says, well, there's not enough rooms for all of you. So um, I'll sleep next to the fireplace. Please light it on fire. Please. Oh, you, you, fireplace. Don't, you don't want to sleep in the room, lass. No. Well, fireplaces no, are really warm. Yeah. I normally sleep by the fire. We, we sleep together. Well, I thought she in wanted to sleep in. Oh, yeah. Oh, you dear children. <laughs> well, tonight they'll be sleeping in beds. They'll be nice and warm. You'll be toasty and comfy. Are they as warm as a fire? Well, I mean, they'll be as warm as a bed is warm. Do I, we each... They'll get, be very comfortable. I, I don't know if we can all fit on one bed. Well, no, so we can. I you, feel like we could like yeah. bunch well, up there's together. There's one room right here on the end of the hall, and there's another one that's open. I would not like to put two a woman in with... Uh, other guys, so that's how we. One of you are going to have to share, but we always sleep together. We do no, we do normally all sleep together <laughs> in the woods. That's even just, yeah, that's how our people work. The father looks at you, says, "I prefer if you, as long as you're in the holy house, please try to refrain from sleeping together." <laughs> no, 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 we're all simpletons. It's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you gripped yourself in with it. So, so for where simpletons? <laughs> oh dear. Um, all right. We don't really just use each other for body heat, so we don't freeze to death. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about that in here. All right. He <laughs> says, "Oh, I gotta go." The and you hear the bell start ringing. I gotta go then. Evening mass will be starting soon, so please just figure out what you're gonna do. And if you'd like to join me or join the mass, feel free. And he leaves the area. What should we do? One bed. One bed. One bed. Should we go to mass. Uh. You think there's food? Should at we mass? eat? Should we? Eavesdrop on people and find out more about Iris and turning mad and Uther. Uh, she might be able to do that or Spark. Yeah, we could. Hmm. I, I feel like we should stick behind because they're, they're sneaky. Oh, I mean, I can turn into something small. Ooh, yeah. But you can turn him into something small. No, I could turn into like a mouse or something that would right, sneak well, in. I'll keep the bed warm. Oh, oh, nice warm bed. I'll try to find a way to light the fire. So as you guys are talking, you hear the door open to the outside and you see Iris come in. She closes the door behind her and pulls it shut. I mean, she's standing in front of the door and she says, 
Well, I know that you all had asked if there was anything that you could do. It seems that I have run out of my herbs that I'm using to help treat this fever. If you would, I would really greatly appreciate it if you would go and fetch some more for me. Sure. Uh, yeah. What, what time We're is it? to the woods. We can do that. Well, Where? you don't have to do it tonight. I have enough to get me through this what evening. What do they look but, like? Well, they're... Um, she actually reaches into a satchel that she has on her side and she pulls it out and she says, they're like this. And you see that there is a... Um, I walk up and I sniff it. Yes. I'll follow. Yes, I, I sniff. I need, sniff. I need to... So, so you all lean over into her hand and start <laughs> sniffing the, fla- the, the flower. Yes. You see that there's a flower like in sync. Yeah, and she's just like, um, it, oh, okay, hold, excuse me. Um, I memorized the scent. Do I have to roll for, yeah. like, perception or something? Small? Yeah, at uh, advantage if you're rolling. But that, that would be a wisdom, too, for memory. Oh, okay. Uh, 24. Uh, sure. I rolled a 15. 18. Okay. 17. You are able to memorize the scent of this flower. You see that it has a blue tint to it like the whole stem is blue and it has blue leaves and the flower itself has kind of got like this bluish purple uh hue to it and the center it kind of looks almost like an iris in a way but it's a little <laughs> bit smaller i have enough to get me through the evening but i will need more tomorrow so if you wouldn't mind heading out in the morning i would really appreciate uh, that why don't we just go like now we have nothing better to do we haven't really done anything all day what what, what time is it well, it's winter time, and the sun sets really early in the day, so it's probably dark at this point. We'll be off at sunrise. Yeah, let's just let's go sleep. Let's just sleep now, and then we can yeah. leave before sunrise. Uh huh. Yeah. I immediately dropped out and go to sleep. Uh. Um. Where Where do you think the nearest? What are your names? Are? I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting. My to ask. name's Copper. I never introduced myself either. I'm Iris. Nice I'm to meet you, Copper. Copper. <laughs> 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 I'm Argus. Hi, Argus. Throto. Hi, Throto. And they call me Spark. It is a pleasure to meet you, Spark. Thank you all so much. I really do appreciate it. And she says, I'm going to go attend the evening uh, mass. Real quick, where's the nearest batch of flowers that you know of? Um, She says, um, that way we I have... There, there's a map in the main church that I can grab. Um, I'm going to mass right now, so I'll be back in a little while. It'll be about two hours. Oh, that's a really long while. Just uh, leave it outside the door. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll be back in momentarily. I guess but that, not. That's after mass. We're, we're, we're asleep now. Yeah, we're already asleep. We are currently sleeping. Um, Throto, would you like to sleep in the bed? You don't have to sleep on the floor. <laughs> okay. So she, she kind of turns us. She pauses and then she opens the door and leaves and closes the door behind her. All right, I'm gonna. A blast of cold air comes in, <laughs> and you see that it's snowing again outside. Uh, I'm gonna walk up to the fireplace and cast Druid Craft in order to light a fire. Okay, so you light a fire. The fire bursts to life, and you feel the toasty, roasty of the flames, and it is warm. My dog spit That's fire the from his mouth. Best and you description all... of fire ever. And you all curl up around, curl up around the fireplace <laughs> and sleep. You hear people come in through the night and they all go to their rooms. The next morning comes and you all slept pretty well. The fire has gone out and you see like that there are warm coals still, but it's been gone for a while. You guys get up, you stretch, and you realize that the door <sighs> is still closed. 
Which door? To the out- outside. Well, we don't know where we're going anyways. Mm-hmm. Is, I, All the doors are closed except look for the bedrooms. For a map. Per- yeah, do we see a map? No. Can I perception check to find Iris' scent? Sure. You remember her scent? There are only so many scents here. Remember uh, advantage. Oh, I do get advantage. Take the first one. Uh, 21. Uh, you see that it is the room that is on the right of the fireplace. I start pawing at the door. You start pawing at the door? Yeah. It takes a few minutes, but you hear the latch uh, of the door. Oh, I back click. away and stand up. Okay. And Iris opens the door and she looks at you. She looks a little, like, tired. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to grab that. Hold on. And she walks back into her room. Or she says, I, for- I forgot to put it out for you. She walks back out and she hands you the map. Thank you. Okay. Okay, we have the map. We have the map. Uh, hey, uh, did you open the door for us? We we don't know how to use those. <laughs> we, we weren't raised. Remember, we're bad at doors. Yeah. We're simple I, people. I have... Oh, <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> okay. She goes over and she opens the front door and you guys get hit by a blast of cold air. Mm. And you see she's wearing kind of like this nightgown that gets blown back a little bit too. And she's like, oh dear. Oh, it's cold. Um, There's a fireplace right over there. Yep, there's no fire. In well, uh, it's, thank you. It's out. So, you guys leave the building. Yeah. Roll your survival if you're going to be reading the map, Copper, since I assume that's what you're doing. Kind of kind of what I do. 18. All of you can roll Where your perceptions. Hey, I rolled a 21. 15. 11. 14. Okay. As you guys are walking through the forest, you catch the scent of a very large creature, like... You two, Throto and Argus, probably wouldn't know the scent because of where you guys were located originally. But Copper and Spark, you kind of you catch the scent. Can of... I make a knowledge nature check? Yes. Fifteen. Okay, so Copper. Yeah. I mean, for for Spark at least, it's a very you can tell that it's a large creature. It's kind of familiar, but you've never actually seen what it is that is related to that smell. But you've smelled it around the village a few times, or near the village at least. Copper, you immediately recognize sent to be that of an owlbear. Oh, those are big. And you uh, know that owlbears are very territorial and aggressive creatures. Does the scent get stronger the more we follow the map? And as you follow the map, you see that the scent gets stronger. Hey, guys, I think Iris is trying to kill us. The, does, the does he tell us that he's an owlbear? <laughs> Iris is evil? No, she might be. She's sending us into... Why, why, why well, she she's sending us into owlbear territory. Owlbears are very territorial and kind of big and scary and kill things. Uh, we could do that with an owlbear. Uh, they're kind of carnivorous and normally live in groups, kind of. They swallow their prey whole? Uh, probably a small dog like you. I'm not small. Just petite. Tiny, minuscule, diminutive. Hey, Crystal was very tiny and did very big things. That's very true. As you guys, you get closer to, the, to this um, cave that she sent you to. And just from the corner, like, you can see, like, this hint of blue as a light hits it just right, right on the inside of the cave. Oh, those are the flowers we need? Wait. I run up. I cautiously follow, but very, 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 very cautiously. Directly behind him. Uh, can I perception check to see where the scent of the owlbear is? And, you like, can I want to see like, if it's in the cave currently or if it's roaming about and we could sneak in the cave and get away. 23. 23? Mm-hmm. Okay. The scent is strong, but it doesn't smell like it's a, there's anything in the cave at the time. Okay, run in and grab what we need and get out quick. I'll watch the entrance. Um, I'll help keep watch. What was your perception again? 23. Uh, you catch another scent. Hmm? What do you mean another scent? Another scent. Like two of them? 
Like two owlbears? You catch Are a different scent. Are they multiplying? Scent. Oh, a different scent. Okay. A different scent. It smells familiar. How familiar? Very familiar. It smells like you got punched in the face by it, or it actually smells like Argus got punched in the face by it. Uther, is that you? Come out, come out, wherever you are. Angry boy, where are you? Uther's here. We can we can smell you. Oddly yeah, his enough. green skin is acting as natural camouflage. Is he trying to punch me again? He I might bet be. he's in a tree. I'll go on guard. You guys go into the cave. Oh, I said I stayed outside to keep watch. Yeah, I'm not going okay. in there. So who's going into the cave? I'm going into the cave. Okay. I'll go in the cave. Okay. Divide and conquer. So Argus and Spark are going to need to roll survival in order to harvest the flowers. Oh, he's got that. 14. <laughs> I rolled a 10. Okay. Not bad. It's okay. Pretty good so, for a simpleton. <laughs> Spark, roll a constitution saving throw. Constitution. Here we go. 13. You bite down on the stem of the flower trying to rip it off. But as you do, you, you pull back and you accidentally rip off some of the leaves. And you see that this bluish color substance kind of comes out from the sides of it. And it gets some of it gets in your mouth and you lick it up a little bit, trying to just like, you can't really spit. Dogs can't spit. But as you kind of like take it into your mouth, your stomach starts to grumble a little bit and you feel a little Ugh. nauseated. Oh, I don't feel so good, you guys. What was your roll again, Argus? 14. Same thing, roll a constant constitution saving throw. You guys suck at picking flowers. <laughs> we're we're oh, simpletons, no. leave us alone. 13. <laughs> okay. You feel a little nauseated. The same thing kind of like happens. You you tear off one of the leaves from the stem of the flower and a little that bit of that blue substance gets in your mouth. And as you kind of like lick yourself trying to get like off your tongue, your stomach starts to hurt. Spark, this it's stuff is disgusting. Poison. She's I know. poisoning I'm so, them. I feel terrible She's now. a witch. Burn her. Burn her in a stake. Either that. She's not using no. her magic for good. That herbal remedies affect different species differently, so it could be helpful to humans and poisonous no, to ridiculous. dogs. Or it could silly? be whatever different parts of the plant are poisonous, right. and some are actually no. helpful. No. Mm. No. All right, so wait, do we collect, do we collect them? Is it um, the petals that are... I mean, you guys don't successfully collect any without... After the first two, I don't know how you feel about going back trying to grab more. I'll do it. Okay, roll with survival I, again. I also go back and try to get more. Oh no. It works. He uh, has points in survival too. I rolled a 20. Nice. No, it, not. All right. No. Uh, it doesn't say crit, so I don't uh, think it's a, it's a, yeah, I rolled a 19 actually, but it's a 20. I'll go pick some flowers. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll maintain to guard the entrance. Why are you doing that? I thought I could roll higher and get some flowers. What was your roll? That sounds very meta gaming, but okay. I got a three. What do you mean? <laughs> you don't know what what's happening. Okay, exactly. roll. God. I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, Allie, have Frodo roll concentrate or uh, Constitution saving throw at disadvantage. I swear, if you all get sick and are inept in the upcoming potential Albert combat, I got a twenty and a four, so four. Okay, Frodo Barkins. Your concentration immediately fails and you are back in your, like you are visibly in your dog form and you fall over and you find it very difficult to breathe. Dead. Oh no, Frodo, what's wrong? Frodo. Frodo. I'm dying. Copper. 
Yeah. Copper, <laughs> come in here. Oh, okay, I run in. Copper. Oh, what happened? Oh, dying. no. Uh, this stuff is uh, bad for dogs. Someone do mouth to mouth. I don't think that works. Duh. How do dogs do mouth to mouth? What is mouth to mouth? I don't have anything to cure poisons. Um, uh, as you guys uh, run into it out. Also, I uh, dig through my bag. Argus, roll a con- constitution saving throw. Your stomach's still a little grumbly, but it is getting oh, better. No. Which, Eight. Jesus, guys. <laughs> I'm rolling really bad. <laughs> I run out Wait, side of the cave. I have mysterious black liquid. Does that do anything? <laughs> <laughs> black liquid, exactly what should be the color of something that would heal us. I'm going to use my question mark key on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have a deck of cards. Any, you do have a deck of cards. Quentin, grab me a deck of cards. Why? It's a deck of cards. It gives you whatever you need at the moment. Oh, um, I don't have any cards on me. It's a jack of hearts. Dang, it's okay. close. Uh, lucky for you, hearts are healing items. And jack, yes. higher is better. Clubs are physical, ob- like physical tools. <laughs> Diamond Get is it. wealth. And spade, it's usually gear. I'll give you one antidote. Only one? Uno. I administer the antidote. <laughs> okay. So, who do you administer the antidote to? <laughs> I wonder who. Frodo who's dying. Okay. So I got I just got the one. Yeah, you get the one. Uh and okay. for Argus, you are going to be at disadvantage on your rolls for a little while because you feel like you have to poop really bad. <laughs> okay. Would that be the same for me then? Wait, wait why is Not there blue ooze okay. all over the Hopper. floor? Am I, am Hopper? I like perfectly what? fine now? These, okay. Why is there blue ooze? This, this stuff, all these flowers are like, not good, man. Not good. <laughs> Did you say Uther was nearby? Yeah. Can we have him get them? Sure. Hey, Uther, can you come and Uther. pick me? I'll walk out the cave, by the way, Snow. Just you guys hear a screeching sound? Oh, okay. no. <laughs> That's fine. Uther! Um, can you come in the cave for a second? (laughs) Um, I think one of our people might be dying. We tried to pick the flowers and we accidentally ate some. (laughs) Uther? As you say that, you see Uther come running out from behind, like, one of the bushes. And he just gestures, like, like, put, like, gestures his hand, like, No, go back in! Go back in the cave! (laughs) <laughs> well, no, I need you to come in the cave. Go in the cave. <laughs> well, I, well, they're already in the cave. And you see, and you hear the loud screeching sound and this thunderous, like, clop, like, footstep. Clopping. Clopping. Oh, no. <laughs> and from behind him, you see an owlbear burst through some of the bushes and through the trees and breaks through one of the smaller, younger trees. And the wood splinters behind him as he, he's just running towards you guys and like saying, go back inside. Oh, there's an owlbear hey, behind you. I don't mean to alarm you, but there's something behind you. Wait, I'm going to go hide in the cave now. Arthur. And I, I run inside. Oh God, am I still a dog? Yes. Okay, I'm not a dog anymore. I'm a person. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, try that while you're ill. You're, you're, I'm not you're, ill anymore. It takes a few minutes, like how I long, said. How long is... All right, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick up the... Snow, let me know when it's... I'm going to pick her up by the scruff of, of her neck. Okay. Hide me. Hide her somewhere. Move, move her in, further into the cave. Okay, you're crossing your legs as you do it. <laughs> the poop is coming. It's okay. I've got this. Don't okay. poop on her. Ew. It, she's in my mouth. All right. Please Hello? roll your. Please roll your initiatives. I am the fast. Twenty. Twenty. I nat twenty. Oh well, not mm. nat twenty. But you should add your dexterity Sh- to that I roll as well. By the way, oh. so it's twenty-three. Initiative. Copper was a twenty. 
I rolled a 10. Uh, 23. 23. And Peter, what, what is uh, Argus's roll? Five. That's it? Total? Yeah. Also, Shh. you're asking Uguin, excuse me. Uguin. You. I'm sorry, Uguin. I'm sorry, Uguin. Okay. What a weird handle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, first in the list is Throdo, who is down. So she is down for... The entire combat. <laughs> Probably. Hmm. Where have we seen this before? <laughs> Okay, Throto is down for a few, I'll, I'll say five rounds. <laughs> Brutal. Jesus. God, why not just say the whole comeback? Can we, like, mean, give her constitution well. checks to make it shorter? She can check, she can make a few checks at disadvantage. Do it now? No, not right now. First round, you're definitely out. Okay, uh, so next is Uther. Uther is going to, uh, he throws back basically his hands. He, like As he turns, he kind of like shoots out lightning from his fingertips. And he does 16 damage. Ooh. And he basically runs into the cave and meets up with you guys. It is the bear's turn. How dare it. And the bear is going to charge at you. Who's you? Charge towards you guys. Uh, Copper is outside of the cave, right? You ran inside. I'm assuming, but you're probably closest towards the outside of the cave next to Uther, who just made it inside. Correct. Argus is towards like the back of the room. Copper, I mean, Spark is near Copper, correct? Yeah. Okay. So Uther just came into the cave. He is standing almost in front of Copper, and Spark is at a diagonal to, to Copper, just a little bit further back. Argus is on the back right of the cave with Roto. And the Albear comes charging up, and he runs up to Uther, and he, and the big, big bear swipes at him. And he hits, and the bear swipes with his claws. I say his, but it's not really a his, more of a not his. A hers? It's a hers. It's a hers. Actually, no. Make a nature. Check with nature. Well, then why would you tell us this? Well, listen. Check with nature. 21. I checked with nature. It's a girl. Nature told me it's a girl, guys. <laughs> and he kind of falls forward, but he catches himself, and you can see he has large claw marks in his back. And now it is Copper's turn. Um, I'm going to go into a barbarian rage. By that, I mean I'm going to use my druid wild shape in order to turn into a bear, and then also go into Barbarian Rage, and then I am going to bite and claw this thing. Okay. Go ahead and do your bite and claw. Bite and claw. Bite and claw. Is that an option you have? Yeah. Multi-attack. Two 23s to hit. Yes, they hit. Uh, 22 damage. Nice. Uh, okay, so you walk up to the owlbear, and you <laughs> bite at the heel of the bear's uh, paw at the one that the clawed at Uther and you grab on and you bite down and you actually see blood kind of gush out from that spot and it kind of runs down your maw. Tasty. Mm-hmm. Spark is next. I'm trying to see if I have a special ability here that I can use. It's going to be hard to try and do a sneak attack on this bear unless you try... Get a flanking bonus. Yeah, you can get a flanking bonus. So if that's possible, I do that. <laughs> okay, so you would just basically walk up and you're going to make an attack roll. So roll to a hit. So I use, I'll use my rapier. Uh, it misses. You take the rapier and you try to poke at the bear, but it it doesn't even go through the bear's fur. It just kind of like gets knocked back because the bear kind of swipes its paw and pushes your rapier away very easily. Next is Argus' turn. Go on, Argus. Okay. Um, I'm gonna run towards it. Okay, so you run. And uh, are you uh? Dropping the thing that's currently in your mouth? I did that already before. Did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just like, broth me. You yeeted it across I, the No, I, no. I set you down gently. Okay, so you run to yeah. the bear. Yeah, and then I uh, 
bite it. Okay, roll the hit, human? please. As a human, nice. Oh, by the way, your con your your concentration's broken at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bear. All right, first one. So yeah, it doesn't uh, matter for you. Your concentration's gonna break. Other way, disadvantage for three rounds. Uh, sixteen to hit on the first attack, and uh, crit fail on the second. Hmm. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. So you you run up to the bear. Uh, as you run, you actually fumble and you end up falling prone. Nice. It's talent. Okay. okay. Back up. Uther is going to disengages from the bear because he's up front in front of it. And you can see that he is worse for wears. He has a big gash in his back that's bleeding, but he backs up from the bear and you can see that he casts mage armor on himself or he casts a spell, which is mage armor. You see like this uh, hollow plate of armor kind of appear around his body that kind of forms. And so now he's got a little bit of an enhancement and that is his turn. Next is going to be the bear. The bear is going to swipe at bear bear. Bear bear. We bear bears. Uh, what is your AC as bear bear? Uh, my AC as bear bear is 17. Okay. So the owl bear, big mama bear, she tries to bite the bear, your your shoulder, Hopper, but she can't seem to even get her beak around your musculature. Mm. I'm very muscular. Thank you for noticing. And then she is going to try and then swipe at you. And she misses that as well because you kind of like dodge it to the side a little bit. Mm. Next is going to be Copper. Can I make a heal check to see if it like, if it's low? Sure. Mm. 18. She looks fine. Basically like, just like she had a paper cut. Oh, well, let's change that. Um, Okay. I'm going to 19 and... You're going to 19? No. Um, so I have a 24 and an 18 to hit. 24 and 18? Yep. Both hit? 28 damage. So you, what did you do? Did you Bite claw? Bite claw. Bite claw. You can describe that if you want. Sure. Uh, after rearing back on my hind legs as a bear in order to evade her swipe, I come pouncing down with my massive claws, pushing her down on the ground and then bite at the back of her neck. Oh, I like that imagery. It's nice. It's nice. Okay. All right. Next up, it is Spark's turn. Okay. Um... I attempt to attack again. All right. What's your to hit? A 13. <laughs> I'm not doing great. It's not bad roll, but it does miss. Oof. Yeah. So basically what happens is the moment that Copper pushes down on the bear, uh, it causes her uh, positioning to kind of move and you misjudge and you just go between uh, Copper and the bear's bodies. So I just go flying over. <laughs> No, you don't fly over. It's more like... <laughs> That's a great imagery. I mean, do that. you want to do that? That's fine. Okay, fine. Sure. So sure. what happens is you you basically jump to hit this bear, but because he gets pushed or she gets pushed down by copper, her body position moves and she goes down while you're just leaping over <laughs> where her body actually was. Wait, so am I, if, am I behind her now? You are now behind the bear. Okay. So next round, can I get a sneak attack? Oh, yeah. M yeah, sure. Yeah, that is how that works. That actually. is how that works. Boom. Chakalaka. Okay. Next up, it is Argist. All right. Um, I'm going to try to bite the bear again. You can do uh, it, I believe. You, not not the Albert. Oh, oh yeah. Please, please go <laughs> <with> that. <laughs> All right. Um, 13 on the first attack, then 17 on the second. So first one misses, second one does hit. Okay. Roll your damage, and you can describe what you do. I'm going to jump up and just like, kind of like nick it in the, in the neck. Okay. I thought you were going to say nick it in the nuts. <laughs> not going to lie. Not quite on that side of it right now. Okay. Roll uh, damage. Also ten. female. Ten. Yeah, it doesn't have bears looking pretty hurt, uh, but you are latched onto her neck while 
copper is kind of pushing down on the bear, but she's like still like pushing up against him to stay standing. All right, back up to Uther's turn. Uh, he actually sees Throto in the back of the room and he looks over at you and he looks back at the bear and he sees that you guys are handling pretty well. So he goes over and he uses his move action to go up to Throto. I don't know if he has anything. He has no healing spells? No, he doesn't. Dang it. So okay. why he wouldn't go back there? Well, I mean, concern. Also, he's really hurt. I want you to know. Okay. But he goes over and he picks up um, Throto and kind of just moves her back with him. And he's just like staying in the back of the room with her. I'll protect you. <laughs> rough? <laughs> no, rough. He pauses as he hears you talk. <laughs> he's like, oh. And he puts you back down. <laughs> rough. rough, rough, rough. And then he stands in front of you. Rough? Okay, next it is Bear's turn. Bear is going to push up and basically grab around the top of her and try and grab your head with both of her claws. Do as it. a grapple. Do it. If, is she trying to grapple me? Yes. Then we both need to roll athletics. Okay. And I get advantage on that, by the way. Okay. Uh, 20. 23. Then yes. Yeah, uh, you I'm, are, I'm grappled. You're grappled. And she is holding you with her claws and she tries to dig them down. You're going to take a D, uh, two Sounds damage. Like, yeah, from uh, her claws. Uh, I have resistance to that. You do? Yes. So it would be one damage. Okay. So one damage from yeah. her claws digging into you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, it is Copper. Um, You're being grappled. I mean, I can roll an athletics check to escape as a reaction for the grapple, uh, which I choose to do so. She has to roll to contest me. What was your roll? Uh, I have a 22. Okay. You managed to break out of that grapple and rip your basically your neck away from her claws. Uh, as I would like to do non-lethal damage with a claw, so kind of like paw at her, and then I wish to roll an intimidate to see if she will run away. Okay. 19 to hit. Okay. <laughs> so you attempt to do... Paw non- at her for non-lethal damage. And okay, then I wish- so that hits. Okay. Uh, 15 damage, non-lethal. I don't think that's going to matter too much at this point, but okay. And then I wish to roll an intimidate. Sure. In order to see if she will flee. And I net crit. Okay. They... I'm basically telling her run or I will kill you in bear language. That's not what you did at all. Can you speak bear? <laughs> I mean, okay. my, my character currently could because he is a bear. Okay. She is an owlbear. Different species. Same, Different species. Same thing. Well, she do not speak the same language. She actually... Um, yeah, I'm going to intimidate. Appears more fierce and... Also, screeches back at you. Spark, it is your turn. Sneak attack. All right. I love how he yelled sneak attack. Oh, he's learned that from the best. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait. Kent must have been under Crystal's tutelage. Good thing I have advantage because that would have been an eight. I rolled a 21. Okay, you hit. Roll your sneak attack damage. 22. Nice. You can see that she's standing on her last legs uh, as you pierce her back and almost up into her heart uh, at the angle that you're at. But she's standing on her last legs and you can see see that she is shaking and she turns her head to look at you and she grunts uh, with that like kind of bear grunt. It's kind of mixed with that owl screech. I can't make the sound. I'm sorry. (laughs) That sounds terrible, but sure. (laughs) All right. Why does it sound worse? When, I, I prefer Quentin's. I prefer Quentin's 100%. <laughs> and then it is Argus's turn. But it's a grunt. Grunts are like, ugh. It's like, ugh. I think I'm just going to sit right? down. I assert dominance by sitting in front of it. 
No, I, I feel bad at this point. I don't... I don't want to kill it. Me either. We're in its house. It's like a bunch of people invading your house, trying to steal all your stuff, beating you up, nearly killing you, and leaving with everything you own. It's worse if they do all that and So you just sit down and all, you though. choose to delay or not take any action? Yeah. I mean, I guess we could grab the flowers and leave. We could. Can we run? Copper knows that owlbears will chase you down for miles. Sure. How do you not... Can we knock it unconscious if we do another non-lethal damage? Yes. Okay. There's shoes well, to still chase. Like, wake up and still chase? Takes our scent. Just just leave. We just go somewhere else for a couple days. We'll be fine. It attacks the village? No, because yeah. our scent won't be in the village because we'll even go somewhere else. I, I, I second this. I, I, I may have been a little lethal here, but uh, I don't want to kill well, this. Well, you have, guys, the six seconds is up. You need to make a decision because you I mean, technically I can't down. have that conversation. He sat down. I don't know okay. what you're on about. So turn. it's Uther's turn. Uther just kind of looks at all of you and you can see like he, I don't actually know. You guys aren't even looking at him. He's just looking at all of you from behind. What is going on? Uh, clearly, uh, What are you doing? Rough, kill rough. it. Why? We're, we... Went into its house and tried to steal things. Uh, roll. Are you going to try and convince him not to? Sure. Okay. Oh, can I roll charm person? So roll persuasion. How would you feel if someone barged into where you live, took everything you owned, and killed everyone you knew? What was your roll? Oh, uh, 16. He looks at you and he kind of like looks down at the ground for a moment. This is like awkward because you guys aren't fighting anymore. Uh, but the owlbear is going to take its turn and she is going to swipe at Hopper. It's fine. At disadvantage. She can do whatever she needs. <laughs> Strong, independent woman. Doesn't deal much. She actually has three attacks, but... It's fine. Okay, so she basically swipes and swipe like swipes two times and tries to hit you, but she misses and then she grabs, takes her beak and she bites into your shoulder because she definitely hits. And she does 15 damage to you. That and before or after I have it? Uh, that's after or before you have it. And she's kind of like growling as she chomps down onto your shoulder, and she's just like, like quivering as she as her beak bites down. That's your turn next. That's my turn. Yeah. I gently push her off me. <laughs> okay. Do I have to like roll athletics to paw her off me? No, it's not a grapple. Okay. So do I just succeed in pushing her? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can push. So yeah, I non-lethally push her off me. Okay. If you're rolling to hit, that's different. No, no, I'm just like. Mm. Then roll to hit if you're trying to non-lethally push her off of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of you or off of him? him. 18. Okay. So you take your bear paw and you push against her. We should just take what we need and leave. Knock her out. Fine. Then 10 non-lethal damage when I shove her. Okay. She gets pushed into a wall and you can see she just fall, like hits the wall and then she falls over. Um, her eyes roll into the back of her head and like her like flutter closed. And like you can see she's breathing really heavy. Oh, okay. As Guys. blood kind of trickles out from her wounds. Because we should leave. Yes. Make sure we get all the flowers first. All of them. I roll survival to pick flowers then. I'd like to revert back into my human form. Okay. So. I will, I will humanize as well. So, Throto, you feel a lot better at this point. You're actually able to stand up. Your breathing gets easier. Uh, you can all see, though, that Uther looks very disturbed as he's looking at you, and he's looking directly at Hopper and Spark, and he looks I, uh, absolutely terrified. I, 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 I cast Best me. Friend for being in a... Okay. Doesn't work. Just, damn it. <laughs> it doesn't I, turn in, I don't think any of I that's I revert back to my human form. So. Okay. 
I guess I I probably can't anyway because I don't think I changed into a dog at all during that. Uh, during combat, it's basically impossible to keep up that. Oh, okay. Appearance. You like can if you're like fighting like a level one rat. Get <laughs> <laughs> those rats. Twenty total roll for my survival to pick the flowers. Okay, you're able to pick some flowers. You get about six of them without poisoning yourself. Nice. So Uther goes over the spark and he looks down at you and you can see he looks very upset visibly. I, he what's turns wrong? back around and walks away. <laughs> hey, Uther, what? what? What's the um, matter? He just starts heading off into the forest. Uther, wait. Wait, and you can guys we chase have him? your flowers. <laughs> can we chase him? Chasing? You might want to turn into a horse now. Um, no. Um, I'm going to go up to the owlbear and use cure wounds. That won't revive them from unconsciousness. That's it not will true. Just, In yes. D&D, it wakes them up. Let me, I'll double check oh, that for you. In oh, D&D, bringing something above one wakes it up. Is there any way to restore their injuries to make sure they do not fatally die without... Sleep. Asleep? Okay. Then I will let it rest. I, I walk over and I lick its nose. Okay. And I... I lick its wounds. So you lick the little tiny holes and occlude its breathing. No! No, 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 wait. And make sure it suffocates in its sleep. No, I lick its beak. Okay, so you lick it. So you get down on your human form. Okay. Well, no one's looking now. So you guys gather the flowers and you head back to the village. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Woo! Go team. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Odd Doggies. Hope to see you next week in episode three of part two. Things are going to start heating up a little bit. Anyway, if you guys have been enjoying these episodes and you want to help support the podcast in some way, you can leave us a review on iTunes, Podchaser, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, In addition, you can also go to our Patreon and for $1 a month, you can become a patron and you get a few goodies from us, such as early releases, giveaways, etc. And also, we would love it if you would join us on our Discord. So if you follow the link in the description below, you can pretty much hang out with us every day because that's what we do. We hang out in Discord, we chat, and we play video games. And thanks again to our special guest from Lit Gaming Arena. Justin, thank you so much for joining us in this week's session and we can't wait to see you next week. And... Hope to see you all next week and share this with your friends if you think that they'll enjoy it. All right, guys. See you later.